Once again, I'm so glad to share my heart with you on another episode of Supernaturally Dangerous. 1 Peter 5.8 Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. In today's teaching, I want you to pay close attention in order to get what's really up when it comes to the demonic and spiritual warfare. Boy, doesn't it seem unreal what's happening all around us? How people just ain't making sense? Their common God-given sense is diseased and sick because it's being influenced by demonic powers of darkness And people just don't get it. Right is wrong. Wrong is right. Where anarchy is running wild and everyone seems out of control. I just read a headline that read, NFL coach commits to kneeling for the national anthem and dishonoring the flag. Even crazier things like that are taking place. But I am not going down with it. We have the responsibility to intercede for what's going on, for our families, for our churches, and for our nation. Let me tell you something. They are ruled by demonic powers that cannot be seen with the natural eye. We cannot allow this to come inside the church and especially work through us. Because it's coming down out there and we have to stand and never bow down to the enemy. Glory to God. Because he has promised us that we are in the world, but not of it. And that he will give us perfect peace through all this. I'm not worried about it. I just know I have a responsibility to cry out and to bring change through our witnessing and through our prayers. So we are going to learn today about familiar spirits. In the last teaching, I talked about how the world glamorizes these demons and Christians buy into it. Today, we'll discuss these familiar spirits that manifest in the church and simply want you to play church. But before we get started, let's pray. Oh, Jesus, we thank you for your Holy Spirit. I am excited. I really am, God. Because I still have the liberty to worship you in spirit and in truth. I have the liberty and the freedom to come to church. Even though the devil's trying to stop us, the Bible says that not even the gates of hell shall prevail against the church of God. And I stand on that promise. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you just give us 
clarity of your word, clarity of your knowledge, God, that you want us to learn today. Lord, I'm not out to offend or to poke anyone, God. We just want the truth from your word, and we want to be set free, God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. And everyone says, amen. Episode 9, I Ain't Playing Church, Familiar Spirits Part 2. That's right, I ain't playing church and neither should you. But that is the aim of every demonic spirit, is to get us to be a weirded out Christian by allowing Satan and his demons to pull our strings and get us to a place of just playing church but not being the church. King Saul was a man that got to a, to a point of just playing the part because he let the demonic influence him into disobeying God and breaking down the order of God in the church that God has placed there for our own good. As you read the story of King Saul, you will find out that he did not reflect a, man, a life of a man after God's heart, but rather he was out to please his, his own gratification and only cared more about how he looked in front of people than to obey God's order of the kingdom. We will get into that but first, let's break down again about what exactly a familiar spirit is. Familiar spirits, what are they? The term familiar spirits is used nine times in the, in the King James Bible in reference to demons. The idea literally refers to demons that are close or familiar to a person. A familiar spirit is familiar with you and your family line and all your situations. It creates the same behaviors, behavior patterns, cycles, seasons, and happenings. Have you ever noticed that a certain time of the year Something happens over and over, and the reaction is the same, either depression or even worse, suicidal thoughts. Like maybe every Christmas, every Mother's Day, there's a trigger there. Well, a familiar spirit will set it up and create these patterns in our life in order to break us down. But we're going to learn how to resist this in order to get victory over it. So in short term, the familiar spirit maintains a regular surveillance over all our moves. This is different from a generational curse and affects in the areas that they are familiar with and 
that they could operate on our past knowledge and also can operate on currently current happenings in our life and the cycles and the seasons that they have observed and co-labored with monitoring spirits which observe and check us out over a period of time. They keep a systematic review of our every moves. If you see these happenings in your life, then there is a possibility that you have a monitoring spirit watching your movements to make sure, and listen to this, to make sure that you never progress in your life. The familiar spirit picks this up on people, especially people that want to be powerful and prophetic. They want the high positions, but they don't want to submit to God's ordinances. These familiar spirits are always trying to convince you of something that is not true. They will also create things to happen to try to deceive you with things that happen that you expect it to be true. So you can open the door to them and give them that space to control you. In other words, You feel like you have a right to hate someone or dislike them or talk about them. They do this by convincing you that you are something you're not and that you have something that you don't have. Come on now, don't shut me off, but listen carefully. Let us humble ourselves and allow the Holy Spirit to expose these things in our life. Because the Holy Spirit doesn't want this to happen to us. The Holy Spirit is always there to help us. But if we give in to these lies that are laced with truth, we will shut the Holy Spirit out and give way to these familiar spirits. God has a spiritual and divine order in the church that the devil wants to disrupt by trying to convince you that you don't need to follow anyone because you hear from God yourself. Like, for example, the state of Seattle right now is experiencing havoc over there. They have barricaded six blocks of downtown Seattle and have taken over the police department. And they even posted signs all over the place that, that say, you are now leaving the United States of America. In other words, they're making their own country. I heard that in the night there's rapes and crimes and they're fighting with each other, 
you know, attacking each other, accusing each other of things. And all this is leading even to more anarchy. They're also demanding things from the government. That's why the devil wants to do this inside the church. It wants to bring down the order of the church. And in the same sense, when we come against this order, we cause spiritual anarchy and confusion in the church. So a familiar spirit will manifest this way and it will observe when there is a breach in the foundation of this order. Let me repeat that. So a familiar spirit will observe when there is a breach in the foundation of this order. Ephesians 2.21 says, Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. The Lordship of Jesus Christ is over the entire body of Christ, which means that if there is a submission unto his Lordship, there is a submission to one another. Because his Lordship is coming forth in every member. Hebrews thirteen seventeen, Obey them that have the rule over you. And submit yourselves, for they watch over your souls, as they might, as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy, and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. Ephesians four. Verses 11 to 16. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, Unto the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, and carried away with every wind of doctrine by the sleet of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things. Which is the head, even Christ. From whom the whole body fitly together, joined together and compacted by that which, which every joint supplied according to the effectual working in the measure of every part making increase of the body unto the edifying of itself of love. This is what the familiar spirit wants to disrupt in the church, especially in these last days. Where you think, you know, we cannot think we are high and mighty and don't need anyone over us. 
We don't want to have the spirit of Antifa coming into our churches. If you don't know what Antifa is, Google it. And that's exactly what a familiar spirit will want to do to the church and to your homes. When you violate this order, you put a breach on the wall that is there to protect you. And then you put a breach on the altar of God. Till you understand where the breach is in your life and that there is an opening or where you let the devil come in to lie to you. But you don't want to think you have a problem. If you're that person, you're in deep trouble and God wants to get you out of that trouble. But you have to be open to the fact and be honest and say, I haven't been thinking the right way. I haven't been speaking the right things. I haven't been acting the way I should. If you are having difficulties recognizing this and don't even want to be open up to the fact that there might be something wrong in your life that just ain't right, then you are merely plain church and out of the divine ordinances of God and walking under the influence of a familiar spirit. Some people that have left the church have left in rebellion. And they're slandering the church and the men of God and the women of God, the faithful servants of God. And they slander their families. And there's, you know, and you're trying to cover up for them by making excuses for the rebellion towards this order of God. All because you don't want to submit to God's order or they don't want to submit to God's order which is backed up by the word of God that I just read. I'm not talking about a pastor that's in sin. Many of the things you hear are lies. Mentirosos. His divine order. People that are influenced by familiar spirit don't like correction or they don't want to let the pastor bring correction to their loved ones or to their children and they just keep covering up and covering up? You say things like Moses' sister said about her pastor, which was her brother, in Numbers 12, 2 to 10. Has the Lord only spoken through Moses? They asked. Hasn't he also spoken through us? Let me read that again. Hasn't the Lord, no, has the Lord only spoken to my pastor? Has the Lord only spoken to my pastor's wife? Hasn't he also spoken to us? The Lord heard this. In verse 6, he said, listen to my Words where there is a prophet, a pastor 
among you, I, the Lord, reveal myself to them in visions. I speak to them in dreams. But this is not true of my servant Moses. He is faithful in all my house. With him, I speak face to face, clearly, and not in riddles. He sees the form of the Lord. Why then were you not afraid? See, a lot of people are not afraid to speak against the pastor. They're not afraid. They post things on YouTube and they speak against them. Oh, we need the fear of God in our life. We are not worshiping a man. We are not putting them as God, but we are respecting the office that they are in. That's what is missing. That's why you've got all the chaos in Seattle because no one, their mama wasn't there to spank them and put them back in line. He said, why then you were you not afraid to speak against a servant of God? God is the one that judges. We're all going to be accountable for what we say and what we do. The anger of the Lord was burned against them and he left them. When the cloud lifted up from the tent, Marion's skin was leprous. It became as white as snow. And you know who prayed for her to get healed? Was Moses, the one that they talked about. He pleaded with God for his sister. The same way your pastor that you're talking about, the pastor you left the church from, they're praying for you. They're praying for you. So why do you say things like, I don't like what the pastor said about my mama. He's always picking on us. You're covering up for the very thing that is trying to mess you up and your family. That's a familiar spirit right there at work. And therefore, when you say things like that, you're coming into agreement with that familiar spirit in your life. If you refuse to acknowledge that there is an opening, that if there's an opening and a door open to these demons, you're going to repeat the same cycle over and over in your life. And the very demons you refuse to destroy are the ones that are going to affect you and your children and will eventually destroy them. If you find yourself feeling uncomfortable right now and perhaps even angry at me for what I'm saying, that could be a sign that there's a familiar spirit at work side by side you to destroy you and to destroy those you associate with. When you become overly familiar with your headship, the ones that are called your pastors, and you cannot receive anything from them anymore, and you want a reason to leave the church so you work on others to leave with you? I've seen this. I've seen people influence others by this by a familiar spirit, and they cause others to leave the church. All the while, the host of this familiar spirit sticks around and repeats the cycle with someone else. 
Or maybe you submit to headship, but you do it grudgingly. And you definitely don't want to conform to the ordinance of the church that has been established by the kingdom of God. I'm putting a little salt on the wound. I'm putting a little medicine on the wound so that we can get healed from this and tell the familiar spirit to go where it belongs. A familiar spirit that has caused you to view your pastor and his wife and the leadership in the church in a negative way and will cause you to refute everything they say. Refute means you want to prove them to be wrong or false or disprove them. By this time, you've crossed the line of violating the ordinance of the church. Then you're, pl- then you're in a place where you're already to challenge. You're ready to challenge people now. If you find yourself in a place where you can't receive correction or instruction, because there is now a constant battle in your mind, this is where you need to stand back and ask God to reveal where this familiar spirit is hiding in your life. Listen carefully. What you refuse to deal with will rise up to destroy you. And the familiar spirit is patient. It'll take his time to bring us down, to try and bring us down. This familiar spirit will want you to try hard to destroy the very church God put you in. And this spirit will even give you followers. It will use you to the fullest extent and convince you that you are right and everyone else is wrong. And you will find people that will come in agreement with you and say, You know what? I see that too. Man, I thought I was the only one. I see what you're saying. Like people that think they should have some kind of respect or that they are powerful in the church and you got some stuff going on and you know people that it's okay for you to outstep your boundaries and you do things and make decisions that you shouldn't even be making, and you walk around like some big stuff. We're nothing, man. God is everything. Don't stretch your stuff because you don't got any. All we have is Jesus Christ, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. When you act like this, you have gone too far with the familiar spirit. We shouldn't even go anywhere with it. You've become a slave to the demon and there is no growth in your life for the things of God. You're in a stump. Even with all the scripture that you know, you are still not growing in Christ because you've been enslaved by a familiar spirit. Some of you that are listening have stopped yourself from going to the next level with God because you have allowed this spirit, this familiar spirit to work through you. Now let's talk about King Saul. King Saul operated operated in a familiar spirit. First Chronicles 10, 13 to 14. I suggest that you read the whole book of Kings. Chapters start with chapter 10 all the way to chapter 20. So Saul died for his breach of faith. He broke faith with the Lord in 
in that he did not keep the commands of the Lord and also consulted a medium seeking guidance. He did not seek guidance from the Lord. Therefore, the Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David, the son of Jesse. What was King Saul's downfall? One of the things he did he did a lot of things, but one of them was he disobeyed God's order in the church. 1 Samuel 15, verses 22 to 23. And Samuel said, Hath the Lord has great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of the rams. For the rebellion is the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is an iniquity and adultery. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected thee to be as king. And Saul said unto Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandments of the Lord thy, and thy people and obeyed their voice. The second thing he did was he was jealous. Has jealousy come in your life? Do you look at people and say, I should be in that position or my family member should be in that position? Saul's jealousy of David drove him to madness, a thirst for revenge. More than once, King Saul disobeyed God's instructions, thinking he knew better. 1 Samuel eighteen seven to 9 The woman sang as they played, and said, Saul has killed his thousands, and David his ten thousands. Then Saul became very angry. This saying did not please him. He said, They have given David honor for the ten thousand, but for me only a thousand. Now what more can we have but to be what more can he have but to be king? And Saul was jealous and did not trust David from that day on. What else did Saul do? He stopped trusting God. God wants us to depend and trust on him. When we do not and rely instead on our own strength and wisdom, we open ourselves to disaster and a familiar spirit. God also wants us to go to him for our sense of worth. Saul enjoyed his popularity with the people, forgetting he had been appointed king by God. Saul's first alliance was to God, as is ours. We should not forget, as Saul did, that we are all servants of God first. Saul went to a medium because of his desperation and how many today do the same thing when you run here and there to hear what you want to hear instead of going straight to God or to your pastors for advice oh no they don't understand me first Samuel eighteen ten. the next day a bad spirit and get this sent from God upon Saul with power he acted like a crazy man in his house and he wanted revenge scary huh conclusion pride the fear of man don't fear man and want to please man i'm talking about your peers 
You're always wanting to look good in front of everybody and envy will ruin you in your walk with God. Like Saul, it may may take years for these things to reveal themselves in their fullness in your life. If you recognize any of these in you now, cut them off before an evil spirit really takes hold and really messes you up or your family members or the ones that are following you. The Bible says if you put a, it is better to tie a stone around your neck and fall into the ocean than to deceive anyone. These were all Saul's downfalls. Don't let them be yours. I know I was kind of hard and I know I'm just really passionate about this. I, I want to expose the works of the enemy so that we can all get on the right path and repent and do things right in the eyes of God. And then you won't you will get out of the pit that you're in. I got this from a missionary's prayer. So we're gonna pray it right now. Okay? So just repeat me. It's a powerful prayer. I felt it when I was praying it. Dear Jesus, I pray for the power of God to destroy every foundation of a familiar spirit in my family and in my life. In Jesus' name. All foundations of a familiar spirit in my father's house, in my mother's house, the ones that have died, in Jesus' name. Every soul tie with the familiar spirit break to pieces, in Jesus' name. Every place I have given to a familiar spirit receive the thunder fire of God to destroy every dry place in Jesus' name. O Lord, the habitations of a familiar spirit become desolate in Jesus' name. Every throne of a familiar spirit be dismantled by the fire in Jesus' name. Every stronghold of a familiar spirit be pulled down by the fire in Jesus' name. Every characteristic of a familiar spirit in my life be rendered impotent in Jesus' name. Every network of familiar spirits be dismantled in Jesus' name. Every communication system of a familiar spirit be destroyed by the fire in Jesus' name. Every transportation system of a familiar spirit be disrupted in Jesus' name. O Lord, let the weapons of a familiar spirit turn against them in Jesus' name. O altar of a familiar spirit break in Jesus' name.
every familiar spirit padlock fashioned against me break by the fire of God in Jesus name. Every trap of a familiar spirit roast in the fire of God in Jesus name. Every familiar spirit's utterance and projection made against me be overthrown in Jesus name. I deliver my soul from every bewitchment of a familiar spirit in Jesus name. Every familiar spirit of identification mark be wiped off by the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus destroy every familiar spirit's manipulation fashioned against me in Jesus name. Every spell and enchantment programmed against me by a familiar spirit be destroyed in Jesus name. Every covenant with the familiar spirit melt off and burn by the blood of Jesus. I withdraw every organ of my body from any altar of a familiar spirit in Jesus' name. Anything planted in my life by a familiar spirit come out now and die in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus cancel every intimidation of a familiar spirit against my destiny in Jesus' name. Every spirit of marriage with the familiar spirit be destroyed in Jesus' name. I reverse every evil pattern of a familiar spirit for my destiny in Jesus' name. Every cage of a familiar spirit caging my life to be destroyed in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for my total deliverance in Jesus' name. Now let me pray for you. Thank you, Father God, for the chains are broken. Cover us with your mighty power and the blood of Jesus. Lord, I pray right now for every listener. Lord, you know their need. You know what they need right now, Father. I pray you meet that need for them, whether it's physical, mental, financial. Lord, meet their need. And I thank you for breaking the power of darkness and a familiar spirit from our life. Lord, help us to recognize and keep fighting this good fight of faith. Cover them with your blood. Heal their bodies. Give them a hunger for your word, a vigor for the things of God. And I ask this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Till next time, the teaching will be called the Jezebel Principality. Till then, shalom and God bless.